is Sean McPherson. I'm joined by Chris Bates and Nathan Hansen getting ready for a release party on Sunday night over at Christ Lutheran Church on Capitol Hill in St. Paul, Sunday at 4 p.m. for a new album called Weights and Measures. Uh, Chris and Nathan, thank you for being here at the Afternoon Cruise. Oh, thanks so much for having us, Sean. We're happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. And uh, Nathan, my first question is actually for you. We've been really digging this record. We just got our hands on it. It's called Weights and Measures. It's out on the Shifting Paradigm label. You love some really nice liner notes in there. And one of the things you mentioned is we would learn where the music would take us. And I can hear that that patience and that curiosity and that intensity um, in the performances. Uh, but this is not the type of album where you brought in a couple charts and Chris brought in a couple charts. This is something where you explored the space together. So how did you learn where the music would take you? And then how uh, did you and Chris do that together? Oh, well, it's a great question. But yes, we didn't bring in any prepared material. <laughs> Just the, the preparation was the 30 years that we've known each other. And uh, we set up our stuff and, and hit record. And, uh, and so we, it, what, what the record is, is, uh, the sound of us learning what the music was going to be that day, just as, as we were, we made the road by walking it. Now that sounds easy, but I think the three of us, and I think a lot of people in listening range know it's not to actually have the willingness to discover what the music wants to do as opposed to just what, what your favorite scale is or what the most recent effects pedal you bought is takes a lot of patience. And I'm sure it helps that y'all have been doing this for a long time. Chris, how did you get into the mind state, especially as a bass player to not sort of just guide the ship through what you're comfortable with, but actually being available for the moment to unfold. Again, another great <laughs> question, man. Uh, They're I all mean, on this uh, iPad. It just came yeah, with it. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> No, I think that the the general idea is a person who is an improviser and has done a lot of work in the in that capacity to learn, you know, learn scales, learn arpeggios, learn different language to approach uh, playing music in a structured way. And then eventually you kind of figure out that you want to or some of us figure out that we want to make music in a more <laughs> unstructured way, but we take those tools, those same tools, and we just apply them to what I was hearing from Nathan that day. And I react to that and he reacts to me and we, you know, and we just sort of, we're kind of guiding each other. So uh, there were definitely moments where I played bass because I thought, Hey, he's playing a really nice melody, but that, but then I also recognized that maybe because I was playing bass, he played the nice melody. So it's a two-way street <laughs> at every moment, you know, and you're just sort of trusting each other to be on the same path. Go ahead, Nathan. Yeah, I was going to say, absolutely, that's right. And, and uh, so much of it is like uh, old friends having a conversation Um and you don't know exactly what you're going to talk about until you start talking about it. Well, that's that's what I really like. Uh, Chris, you just used the word reaction. And sometimes fully improvised music for me suffers from overreaction. He made a squeaky noise. She'll make a squeaky noise, too. Oh, they're all <laughs> making squeaky noises. I'm going to make this kind of different noise. And it, it's this very there's a lot of mimicry in, in, in badly done improvised music. And this is something that's a lot more relational. And we've been yapping about this music, but especially for folks who haven't really dove in to this world of 
jazz. A, there's a wealth of fantastic music to listen to. But B, we should listen to one of these tunes from this record, and then we'll talk a little bit more. I'm going to play the tune Plasticity from the new album Weights and Measures from Nathan Hansen and Chris Bates. They're getting ready for the release party, which is happening at Christ Lutheran Church on Capitol Hill. That gig is on Sunday at 4 p.m. And y'all just let me know that Davu Saru is going to be there, and also you'll be playing as a trio at some point. Is that right, Nathan? That's right, yeah. All right, let's check out Plasticity here on Listener Driven Jazz 88. And we're talking with Chris Bates and Nathan Hansen preparing for a release party on Sunday over at Christ Lutheran Church on Capitol Hill. That is at 4 p.m. And they'll be joined by Davu Saru, who's not only going to be performing solo, but also joining them for a little bit of trio work. Uh, Chris Bates, you play bass on this record, but it also looks like you did some of the sort of editing or at least listening and reviewing. You're now on Liner Note Records as saying this is the recordings you're most proud of in your long career. On top of that, you said that right when you first listened to this stuff, you didn't realize how magical it was to you. Can you tell me about the process of of, of re-examining these improvisations before you released them? Yeah, it was uh, we recorded it in March of 21, so kind of right after the first isolation year. And so there was a lot of mindset from both Nathan and I about coming back or returning to something that we had, you know, been more in practice with. Uh, and so anyway, things like that. And then I just remember during the process of recording, I don't, I had, I didn't have a conscious memory of like places where I had gone or ideas that happened or whatever. And I left the session and I was like, I literally didn't know. If it was good, bad, or where it was, I was like, it just like that happened. There you go. I'm now leaving the building and I put notes on to a digital machine. Anyway, uh, and then we tried, we mixed a little bit right away. And then we, and then we wait, and then somehow we fell into this space where we didn't listen to it for a long time, maybe four to six months, I think. Yeah, and then six months. And then we, then we just started re examining again. And I just had this kind of, feeling like, wow, this is really beautiful and centered in a way that I don't remember it, that happening in that, it, you know, in the moment, like you're hyper analyzing every freaking millisecond and, uh, <laughs> and you kind of just are freaked out by that. So anyways, uh, that's that's where I'm coming from with that. Is Is this a situation where you kind of, especially when you're just starting from improvisation and saying, okay, we've, we've known each other for 30 years, Nathan Hansen and Chris Bates, not strangers to one another, but strangers to whatever music's going to come out of your instruments that day. Is there a sense that you need some time to figure out if it was good? It might not be quite the same as if you're with an R&B band, maybe after that 45 minutes that you go, that was great. That wasn't great. Is this something where it takes more time to make that decision? Yeah, I think so. I think something about the process of, 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 uh, of making that kind of music, like putting yourself into the, like the openness to, to see what happens. Um, like, I don't know, maybe it disables the ability to judge. Mm. I know for me, when, when I left and went back home that day, I had exactly the same experience that Chris did. Like, I was like, uh, Hmm, I wonder if that was good. Well, you know what? I'd chime in and say it is pretty good. Well, but, thanks. But I also think uh, you guys go to great lengths in the liner notes to sort of point out that this record might not have been one you would have made 
the two of you 28 or, you know, after playing together for 28 years, this is a situation where you went back home to a house where you're probably going, how am I going to pay my mortgage? I can't play gigs anymore. How do I feel about living in Minneapolis, a place that's at the, this epicenter of a racial reckoning at this moment? And I'm a, a jazz musician in this scene. What does that mean? It sounds like you guys were coming to this recording in March of 2021 at a challenging and trying moment um, in our country's life and our in our Twin Cities lives. Um, how does that inform the music we hear on this recording? Just the cultural impact of all of that and how and how each person has to deal with it in, in their own way and find their way through it individually, but also, you know, if you're fighting the good fight you're trying to like make sure that you bring the good stuff along with you and leave the bad <laughs> stuff away from it so uh yeah it's a fascinating uh process and i don't know that's why to me it feel it felt so rewarding to listen back to it now and to really feel like there's really songs and beautiful melodies and deep uh statements being made but they weren't made from you know the way I normally practice which is to like have some structure in my head that I can make a thousand equations over you know <laughs> like this was just a different thought process so uh and you know culturally we're just that's just where we are if you're a thinking person you're and a feeling person you're aware of all the stuff that's happened in the last few years <laughs> Well, it, it makes for really interesting listening, and we want to listen to one more tune uh, from this recording. The recording is called Weights and Measures. It's Nathan Hansen and Chris Bates, and they're getting ready uh, for a show on Sunday. They're going to be taking this. Is it a stage, or is it like, is there a special church word for it? The I didn't go oh, to promenade. The, the altar. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in front of the altar. Yeah. Okay, at the Christ Lutheran Church on Capitol Hill in St. Paul uh, on Sunday at 4 p.m. Davusaru, opening the show as well as collaborating with y'all a little bit later. Uh, this tune is called The Eighth of Souvenary. We don't have much time to get into this, but it sounds, uh, Nathan, like you were inspired by a thinker named Nystrom who created a, a set of 16 months some time ago. And this, this, in, this, you guys recorded on The Eighth of Souvenary. Today is the sixth day of Gostin. Is that correct? It's the second of Gostin. Okay. Gostus. 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 Yeah. My apologies. My apologies. But um, <laughs> uh, real quick before I press play on this, Nathan, it does sound like the idea of measuring and time did actually inform a little bit of your work on this recording. Yeah, absolutely. I, the The discussions that Chris and I had were were mostly about feeling you know the the stretch of time and how our relationship to time changed so much during the covid and black lives matter protests and and all of that and and <laughs> so chris said to me it's like we need a new way to to measure time and so i went home and google searched a new way to measure time and found that john nystrom had written this book in 1895 that was super interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, we still measure time here at Jazz 88 with 10-minute traffic breaks. So let's listen to this tune, <laughs> The Eighth of Souvenary. Nathan and Chris, thank you for visiting. Good luck with the show on Sunday at Christ Lutheran Church at 4 p.m. Oh, thanks a lot. Thank you.